You're listening to Everyday Perspectives, and I'm your host, Erin Panzarella. Everyday Perspectives is a podcast about, well, just that. An everyday perspective that I've had that is keeping me small or that's shining my light and sharing practices that I've used in my own life in order to shift those perspectives that are not serving me and how to step into my power for the things that light me up. So every week I'll choose a topic that has come up repetitively either that day, that week, that month, or years. And I'll dive deep into how I can shift from a victim mindset into one that's more empowering and one that really helps me see that I do have a lot of power within that moment. And I figured sharing this kind of information with you can be super helpful for helping navigate your own life. I've spent the last over seven years now reading so many self-help books, so many different principles about manifestation, visualization, so many different tools such as meditation, yoga, Reiki, energy healing, neuro-linguistics programming, and really honing on how to use these tools as a way to shift my life. I struggled for years with debilitating depression and anxiety. And while sometimes those things come up, I'm able to step out of them and able to see what there is to teach me instead of how I'm trapped by what I'm experiencing. I used to feel like I had no power in the present moment, and now I know I have so much power within my own life. So I wanted to really share that with you because even though experience is our greatest teacher, hearing that you're not alone in what you're experiencing and seeing how other people deal with things that may be really hard for you right now can help you know that you are empowered and you have the power to change your own life. So thank you so much for coming here. If you're new, welcome, welcome. And if you've been here before, thanks so much for tuning in again. And let's get into this week's Everyday Perspectives. Hi, guys. I hope you're doing very well today. Happy Tuesday if you're listening to this on the day that the podcast was released. It is also Thanksgiving week, so happy Thanksgiving to anyone listening. Thanksgiving probably might look different for you this year than it did any other year. I know that could be very difficult. I just wanted to send my love to you and that I'm very grateful that you are here today listening to this podcast. Um, Of course, Thanksgiving is all about being thankful, and I'm definitely thankful to my life. I'm thankful to the people in my life, and I'm thankful to have support. And I also understand that this is a hard time for a lot of people. Holidays are not easy. It's actually a hard time for me as well because I've experienced a lot of loss in my life. Holidays now are extremely different. I never really had a consistent throughout my entire life holiday. Growing up, it was first centered around my first dad. And then when he passed away, I think we had family friends sometimes at Thanksgiving. And then with my second dad, we had Thanksgiving with his family. And then that kind of faded off. And then it was Thanksgiving with just my parents and my cousin. 
And then now my dad passed away last year. My mom is in Florida. It just didn't seem like a good decision on either part for traveling. I haven't spent Thanksgiving or Christmas with my mom, which is always difficult for both of us. And it's just pretty hard times for a lot of people, especially if you experience loss in your life, especially if family is not consistent in your life. I know that it can be very difficult. So I wanted to say, number one, that I'm here. I understand that this is not an easy time for a lot of people. And especially if you have experienced a loss recently with COVID-19, loss is very widespread. A lot of people are experienced loss in a way that is kind of unparalleled to recent times. And then also the loss of just a consistent routine, especially with holidays, because a lot of people aren't able to see their family like they usually are. It's been advised to keep gatherings as small as possible, to not travel for the holidays. So I understand that this could be very difficult for a lot of people and to try and focus on gratitude for what we have in our life, but also understand that we are all experiencing loss and grief as a whole in this world right now, when times are hard and when we can't hug the people that we love. I'll be spending Thanksgiving and the holidays, depending on how things go, with my boyfriend's parents and brother, which is smaller than usual. I'm very grateful that we're able to do that, but it's gonna look a lot different. We're not gonna, we're gonna be wearing masks and we're gonna be experiencing something very different than previously. And I know that that's the case for most people right now. So my heart is with all of you. I hope that you're okay during this time. If you're able to spend time with family, I'm very happy for you. And if you're not, I understand what that's like. And I'm here. If you want to reach out to me, you could always just send me a message. I definitely understand grief and change and things getting shaken up in your life very well. So I'm here to listen if that's something that you need. And so for today's episode, I wanted to get into the idea of balance. It's not really related to Thanksgiving. Um, This is just what has been coming up for me a lot recently. And I just really have been understanding at a totally different kind of level of how much of life is a balancing act. And it's something that we're going to need to figure out for ourselves throughout our entire journey here. We're never going to like figure everything out perfectly, but I think that there's a way to bring balance into our lives that can help make us more productive, more peaceful. It can help bring more joy into life. I really got stuck with keeping things very seriously Especially when I started my self-improvement, my spiritual journey, a lot of the focus was what I could change about myself. And while that's beautiful, and while it's helped me get to where I am right now, and while it's been such an important part of my life, this change, this understanding that what I was doing was not serving me or that the things in my life that I was doing was legitimately sabotaging my life because of these different types of behaviors that I established because of these patterns that have come up throughout the years. I really focused on what was wrong and what I wanted to fix instead of what was right and what I wanted to lean into. I spoke about that on the last podcast episode, just how to lean into life 
But I think it's really important to talk about balance in this because there are so many different ways that life is a balancing act. And I think that there's different situations where that comes up. So I wanted to get into a few of those situations today in this episode because it's been really rising to the surface so much for me lately. So as you know, I have a podcast. I've also been creating a lot of content and I'm working on starting my own business. And that's going to be focused around like energy healing and a lot of the different practices that I've developed over the years. So I took some neuro-linguistics programming courses. I've taken some Reiki courses. I'm a Reiki master. And I've been trying to accumulate these more tools for my toolbox that will help me in times where I, number one, want to change but can't really see how to change, or number two, want to just bring more joy into my life and to unmask and unlayer the things that have built up over the years that brought me away from joy. Because as we experience life, there's a lot of things that are very hard, like losing my dad very early in my life, losing my second dad a year and a half ago now, um, two days ago actually, was a year and a half. And just all of these very serious things that come up can kind of skew they did for me, skew your mindset that life is hard and that there's a lot of suffering here. And while that's true, there are a lot of parts that are hard and there's a lot of things that we can't control that completely uproot our entire life. There is also a lot of beauty here and a lot of joy here and purpose. And I lost sight of that purpose for a very long time because I was so stuck in my own grief and my own pain and the things that went wrong, I couldn't get out of them. So when I started my spiritual journey, I was really focused on how do I get the bad feelings to stop? How do I not be crippled by anxiety? How do I get out of bed because I was severely depressed? And there was a lot of tools that I developed and a lot of books that I read that were helping me accomplish that. And then I realized like, hey, wait a sec, there's something more here. I spoke about this on one of the episodes, but the first time I ever really was open in my adult life to something bigger than myself was when my mom gifted me a numerology report. It was a report that's similar to astrology reporting where they breaks down your life. It breaks down you based on your birthday, your name, other attributes of you and helps kind of provide like this map of your life. And when I read that, when I had the call with the person who ran the report, I was like, holy fuck, there is something bigger than me because that thing was so pinpoint. It just had certain Things like it said, like, this year was going to be very difficult for you. And then that happened to be, like, when my dad died. Or it even talk about, like, certain struggles that you're, you'll experience your entire life. And there's different phases. So a lot of people have different types of karmas to work out based on this numerology report. And then there's different life lessons that you will work out based on this numerology report. And there a different number is associated with them. I actually want to go back and read mine, but... I think, I don't know if it was number six, but there was one number that kept coming up in terms of my struggle. So there was like from the age range from like zero to 10, whatever, 11 to 20, 20 to 40, whatever age range it was. But it always came back to my really big struggle was going to be self-doubt. And reading that 
kind of made me feel better because that is something that I struggle with forever. I think it's one of my biggest struggles. And this report was saying that, that that would be the case. So it kind of helped me pull back and see like, oh, wait, this is part of my purpose here is to overcome this self-doubt and step into my power and realize that I can accomplish whatever I want to accomplish. And all this doubt that comes up is an illusion. But reading this report, it really said that that was going to follow with me throughout most of my life. So it's very interesting. And there's just a lot of different specifics within that report that help me see that. So anyway, really focus on my life, tools that I could bring in that would change what I was experiencing. And then have this whole opening, this awakening into there being something bigger than me. So at the beginning of this journey, I keep saying like six to seven years ago, but it definitely was over seven now. I was focused on what I needed to change. So I read, I figured out different tools. I was open and I really just dove in very deep to my own self-development, my own spiritual journey and figured out what was holding me back and how I could change that. While this is a beautiful practice and I think that it's necessary for everyone, it also can make you a little bit narrow-minded that you need to change yourself in order to be good. And that can be very limiting because at the end of the day, we are a soul having a human experience. Our soul comes in here clean with a purpose and it is perfect. When we have this human experience, we get all these things that happen throughout our life that take away from our ability to see that we are perfect as we are. Everything is very conditional. As a soul, everything is unconditional. But we came here to manifest physically. And with manifesting physically, there's a lot of limitations because we're human and we accumulate all these different personas and identities based on what our story is that we forget that we are here for a purpose or we forget that we are here and we are perfect as we are. And then we develop all of these limiting beliefs about ourselves, limiting beliefs about our experience that completely get us away from that soul entity that we are from our higher self. They make us think that we are not connected to the bigger picture and they make us think that we're alone. So when I really got into the spiritual journey, I was focusing on what I could change and what was wrong with me basically because I was experiencing a lot of suffering. And then I changed a lot of it. And then I was really tired. I was very burnt out from the self-growth. There became a point where I was like, I can't, I can't continue to do this at the pace that I'm doing it because I'm focusing on the fact that I need to change instead of on the fact that I am perfect the way I am. And there's just things in my life that maybe I'll tweak a little bit, but I am good as I am now. I'm worthy as I am now. I am deserving of love as I am now. And there's nothing that I need to change about myself in order to be deserving of love, be worthy. I don't have to do all this stuff in order to gain self-esteem or self-worth. My worth is, it just is. I am worthy as I am. And there's nothing that I can do. There's no more that I can do in order to increase that worthiness because that worthiness is just a part of me. And I've always thought that if I did more, And I talk about this in the podcast that like, yeah, if you do more, you're going to feel better. And that's so true. But there's also this point where you do too much or you just go 
totally overboard thinking that you need to do something in order to be worthy. And that's not true at all. And there's that balance is that you want to change for yourself because you want to experience more joy here. You want to experience a life that's not filled with all these illusions and all these things that brought you further away from yourself. But you also have to realize here and now, this is your life. So if you are keep work, like if you keep working towards being something else, being someone else, you're never going to be happy. You're always going to find something else to change because we're not perfect. So it's about coming back within and saying, I am perfect as I am. And yeah, there's some things that I can change on the surface or there's some things that I can do that will help me cultivate this self-love, but I also don't need to change anything about me. And it's this paradox. And it's so funny because so many different spiritual texts talk about this paradox of life, how everything is opposite. And I'm just seeing how true that is. And balance is really about opposites because it's about one side and the other, the yin and the yang, and bringing them together to create harmony. But it's so interesting and contradictory that we are worthy as we are and we don't need to change anything. There's also some things that we can change within our life that will help us realize that we're as worthy as we are. Because all these tools that I have accumulated over the years have completely helped me. That's why I'm talking about them here. Like, it's not like they didn't do anything. And they are paths to me realizing that I am part of this whole and I'm perfect as I am. And by doing these things, I realize that more and more by practicing yoga, by meditating daily. But I don't have to do those things in order to be worthy. Those things help me bring me back closer to myself and closer to the soul that I came here as. But there's nothing that I need to do. I don't have to do yoga every day, which there are points in my life where I feel like I do. And then when I feel like I do, that I have to do that in order to, I don't know, look a certain way, be a certain way. That's where I lose that connection. And that's where this tool becomes an addiction or this tool becomes unhealthy. And it's very interesting because with that balance, there's also is this helping me or is it hurting me? And some tools can do both. Throughout this past year, in late March to July, I was doing a lot of things for me, but I was also doing them out of this kind of fear that I was unworthy or not as good if I wasn't doing them. So for example, I was running a lot. I was doing yoga every day. I remember I went to a yoga class in the park and it was outside socially distanced and like this and the teacher called me an advanced yoga student and I was like my ego was so freaking happy about it but I was practicing yoga in a way that was not healthy even though it's a healthy practice and it has definitely been a healthy tool within my life and it's been so beautiful and it's connected me to my body and to the breath and I've had so much clarity from practicing yoga there's also a point where I was kind of addicted to it and I needed to fulfill this time on my Apple watch, which has been like, I have a love hate relationship with my Apple watch because it helped kept me accountable to work out on certain days that I didn't want to when I knew it'd be good for me. But then also I was obsessed with having a streak of 30 days of meditating. I mean, 30 days of working out or I reached my stand goal. Like I'm worthy because I, all the circles on the watch closed. Or I'm worthy because I could track how fast I ran instead of just running. 
Like I had to have the watch on. And if I didn't have the watch on, if like I went out and I didn't have the watch on, if I forgot, I was really upset. And like I would go back upstairs and get it. And I'm like, but that's not the point of me working out right now. The point of me working out is it's something, it's a practice that makes me feel good. So the fact that if I have my watch on or if I don't and I'm doing the practice should not matter. But there's also times where it's been a motivating factor and I felt amazing after working out. And I was like, oh, thank you, watch. This is great. You you helped keep me accountable, even though I was the one keeping myself accountable. But this, it's so interesting to see about that balance because this Apple Watch can be a very useful tool or it can be an addiction and a very unhealthy tool. And balance is so important because if we are teetering one way or the other, there is something that is not in alignment. There needs to be balance in order to live in your best interest. I think about it. So me and John, we were like talking yesterday and I've been really um, trying to create more content for you guys, which is something I'm super passionate about. So I work a nine to five, 40 hours a week. I'm very drained during this time, but there's some points now where I have been right after work, I'll start creating content or I'll be doing something else for the podcast and just creating stuff for social media, which it fuels my creativity. Creativity is something that I've been suppressing a lot in my life. So I've been journaling as much as I can and I've been really creating and that feels really good for me. But there's also this point where like, I don't need to be doing a anything in order to be worthy. And I've been like getting kind of lost in like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to create the content and make it look pretty and blah, 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 blah. Without understanding the real reason of why I'm doing what I'm doing, which is to connect with people and to help people understand that they're not alone. And it's not about how great the content looks or how perfect I can make it or how much time I spent creating it. If I'm lost in what I have to be doing in order to feel like I'm living my purpose, there's something misaligned there because living your purpose isn't this force that you need to do something. It's just being. And when I'm in that being mode, when I'm feeling good and when I'm feeling like, oh, I want to create right now because that feels like the outlet that I need to do. Like it just feels right. I want to create. That's beautiful. That's exactly The point of why I'm doing what I'm doing to connect and to be releasing this creativity out of me because I know that's part of my purpose. Like that's I've always been someone who's creative and that's just the way that I connect. But when I'm forcing myself to do something or when I'm like, oh, I have to edit this, I have to do this. That's where I lose sight of the overall purpose behind it. And then I'm forcing myself to do something instead of being the person that wants to be doing something. And it's really about figuring out that balance. And like I mentioned in the beginning, this balance is something that we're going to be working on our entire life. We're human, we're imperfect, and that's just the way it is. But it's also very important to connect back within and see, are you doing something because you feel like you have to do it or does it bring you joy? And sometimes the thing that you feel like you have to do can also bring you joy And another time, what's your intention behind what you're doing? Is it in order to be worthy or in order to do something so other people are into it or so you're pleasing someone or you're trying to create something that's, I don't know, aligned with the Instagram algorithm? So many different things. Why are you doing what you're doing? And is what you're doing what you're doing fueling you or are you feeling drained by it? 
another part of balance for me personally has been my relationship. So yesterday, John and I were talking and I was creating all this stuff and I was sitting out on the couch um, editing a bunch of things on the computer. And I felt like good in creation mode. So I like wanted to do it out there. But I also wanted to like hang out with John because there's been a lot of times where I've just been like locking myself up in the bedroom because I am right now creating, I mean, recording the podcast. Like I have to be in the bedroom because I can't record out there. And there's been a lot of time recently that I've been spending away from him, which is fine. But it's also, I'm in a relationship. I want to connect with my boyfriend. And it's very important to have these times of intimacy, like it's very important for us to spend quality time together. And he was like, really the only time we spend together is like watching a show or doing something like that. And of course with COVID-19, it's completely different. And I think that that's something important to realize. Like we would be doing a lot more had we not been in lockdown. We don't really go out much. So that is completely a factor in this, but it's also like, okay, so I'm doing these things for me, for my own future, which is wonderful. But I also am in a relationship and we want to spend time together. And I don't want it to just be when we're watching a show that we're into. So that's been a really important realization for me is that like, hey, I have to spend time by myself. And that is super important because there's been times, especially me in my past, I've been very codependent, very needing to constantly be surrounded by someone in order to validate my own worth. Like if someone wanted me, I was worthy. And if they didn't, I wasn't. And I had to be around that person all the time to make sure they didn't leave me. So me spending alone time by myself is very important. It's something that I never was comfortable doing in relationships until recently when I did all this work on myself, realizing I can't attach myself to someone else. But I also need to understand that I'm in a relationship. It's very important for you to spend quality time together. That's the point of being in this relationship. We love each other. So even though I'm doing these things for me and I have a purpose behind doing them, there's also this give and take of being in a relationship and spending quality time with them and making a point to spend quality time with them. So there's so many different ways that we need to choose to balance in a way that is healthy for us and that we're not going so one way or the other and really interconnecting the things to create a healthy lifestyle or a healthy just balance within our life. Because if you're, like I said, if you're off centered, something's, something's going to go wrong. So some ways that I've been creating balance in my life is really getting honest with why I'm doing what I'm doing. So what is my intention behind this? So even when I'm creating for the podcast, like, do I feel like I have to do this? No, there's a lot that I want to share with y'all and I feel good sharing it. And then when it becomes this task that I need to do, I don't, I don't record it because I know that what I'm going to say is out of this obligation of me feeling like I need to meet a deadline or be worthy or blah, blah, blah. But also realizing I made a commitment to myself. And when I'm in a clear space, that's when I'm going to report the, record the podcast. So it's about what are my intentions behind what I'm doing right now? Right now? Like, what do I feel like I need to do this? Do I feel like it's necessary? Do I want to do it? Does it bring me joy? This brings me a lot of joy. It really does. And I'm not doing it to gain a following or I'm doing it to connect. And there's some times where I got lost in my head, like, oh, like I want to have a lot of followers and whatever. And not because I need to have a lot of followers, but because I feel like some of the messages that I want to get out are important. And I would love for me to discuss them with people. And I really don't have that big of a following. So I feel like 
it's not reaching people that I think would really benefit from it. But then I get lost and I'm like, oh, I should create this kind of content or use this kind of hashtag in order to get more followers. But that's not what this is about at all. So it's really being clear about what my intentions are. Is it to be creative and to have a creative outlet? Or is it because I feel like I need to do what other people are doing that are successful? Am I allowing enough joy into my experience, which sounds kind of funny, but am I like too hard on myself in my self-improvement journey? I had to stop reading self-improvement books. I spent, I think maybe four years at least actually where I did not read a book that was not related to self-improvement or to spiritual topics. Like there was always some sort of agenda that like, this is going to help me change. And there comes a point where you can't read anymore and you just got to integrate. And I reached that point, um, I guess a few months ago where I was like, I can't do it anymore. I have too much stuff in my brain. I learned too many things and I haven't really integrated them enough in order for me to feel better. Like I'm, I was feeling worse because I was like, oh, I can't remember this or whatever. And I had to really come back to balance and stop and say, this is not helping me anymore. This is actually hurting me because I don't even, I'm not even paying attention. I'm just reading to get through a book. So I stopped for a bit reading self-improvement books and anything that's like a bunch of journal prompts or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to read Harry Potter. So I'm on book seven right now, guys. I'm very excited. And I actually bought my first improvement book um, that got delivered yesterday for the first time in a while. I haven't bought a book and I finally feel kind of like ready to be like, okay, like I want to learn more or I want to just see where I can improve on certain things, but also realizing that this book is not going to save me. And the only teacher is experience. And not getting so caught up in how many books I've read or whatever and just doing what I want to do. So it was very important for me to take that time away from self-improvement books because I realized that I was off balance. I was too much improving, not enough enjoying. And that was a really big balance factor for me that I realized like, okay, this there's something off. And I was just feeling... Like nothing I did was ever good enough because I was always trying to change. And when you're always trying to change, you're kind of telling yourself that you're not good enough as you are. And that I needed to come back to that message of self-worth and self-knowing that I am worthy as I am. I am lovable as I am. I am perfect as I am in this moment. And so are you. So that was such a big moment for me. So really just evaluating what you're doing in your life. And if it's serving you or not serving you and also what your intention is behind it has been very, very helpful. And also just let yourself have fun. Let yourself be silly. Like I'm recording this podcast and then I'm going to go play Animal Crossing. I realized I hadn't played in like a month. So there's probably weeds all over my island. But I was like, that was just kind of a thing that I let myself do and just have fun doing it for hours a day. And then I was like, oh, that's a waste of time. I shouldn't be doing that. And then I've spent all my time creating content or recording or creating new stuff. But I want to play some Animal Crossings and like have some fun collecting weeds on my island. Probably a million of them. So I'm going to do that after this. We're going to watch football. The Jets are on at four and they're terrible. So I usually just like will play Animal Crossings while watching that because I don't want to pay attention because I need to look away. Because it's <laughs> But I'm just 
really choosing balance. And life is a balancing act. We're never going to have it perfect, but we can also figure out what works for us and what doesn't and what's hindering us and what's helping us. And it's just been really important for me to understand that balance and understanding that that looks very different on any given day. So sometimes I need to spend time by myself and other times I need to go have some quality time with my boyfriend and really understanding when that is, is very important. And it's something that only you can know. There's no book that you can read. No one that can tell you like, this is the amount of time that you should be doing this. And this is the amount of time that you should be doing this. This is really you becoming the master of your own life and what works for you and what doesn't. And it's been very beautiful for me to realize like, oh, Maybe I'm doing a little too much of that. I don't know if this. And then when I change it up and I realize that, and then I feel better. I feel lighter. I feel happy. I feel creative. And I want to do the things that I was forcing myself to do at first. Because it's not coming out of this need to do it in order to be worthy, but this desire to do it because it's what I want to do. And yeah, so balance is key. Thank you so much for listening. And I wanted to just mention that I uploaded a new everyday pause in the show notes. It's a YouTube video of my guided meditations, my newest project that I've been working on. And it's been a beautiful way to connect within. And I wanted to share it with you guys. So if you want to join me in just a deep cleansing breath, I'm going to do actually two in through the nose and out through the mouth with a sigh. If you're sitting in a chair, if you want to just Sit up a little bit, let the breath go through the body. And then when you're doing the deep inhale, it's going to be a big belly breath. So your belly is going to expand out and then your chest and then your throat maybe. So if you want to sit up, deep breath in. And sigh it out. One more time, deep breath in. And that is it for this week's Everyday Perspectives episode. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful to each and every single one of you that is here. If this episode resonated with you, please feel free to share it with a friend, a loved one, someone that you think could benefit from the messages in here. It would be so unbelievably helpful if you could leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. And please, I want to create a community here because I just am looking to connect with people who resonate from these messages and who really just want to look within and see where they can grow or where they can heal because that's what this journey is all about. So please connect with me. I'm going to leave all of my information in the show notes. It would be so great to hear from you. I plan on coming out with so much new content. So if you want to sign up for an email list, please send me a DM on Instagram, or you can email me at info at erinpanzarella.com and just be on the lookout for new materials that I'm going to be sending out. Again, thank you from the very bottom of my heart for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.